That's into right field. Long run for Pilar. And Pilar all out into foul territory to make the play. Bogarts with a drive out to right field. Judges back on it, and that one's gone. Against all odds, here's a high fly ball driven deep to right. Verdugo back to the pen. Leaps up. He caught it. He caught the ball. He took it back. And I will keep on waiting for a better day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pesky Poll Podcast, episode 91. How are you guys doing today? We're recording on a Monday night, right after the Red Sox just got their asses handed to them. We'll talk about that a little bit because, oh God, it was a game that I listened to about the first three innings and then I quit. But joining me today, we have somebody I don't think has ever been on the show. I don't think I've had you yet on the show, Boski. But host, one of the hosts of the Sunday League podcast, Boski, introduce yourself to the people. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name uh, my name is Ralph, but I go by Boski on a Sunday League the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. You know, uh, go check out the show uh, if you'd like. We talk everything baseball, uh, local Sunday league to our area in Southern California, uh, all the way up to fantasy ball and major league baseball. So, you know, the lifestyle in general. So, uh, yeah, pleasure pleasure to be on the show, Rob. Uh, I got the invite. I was, got excited. Mm-hmm. You know, talk Red Sox. It's, uh, well, I also got another podcast. It's Soxy Time. Mm-hmm. Straight Red Sox. Exactly. So, and I yeah. was just about to say, even for the people who are watching on YouTube, you can see in the background, this man is <laughs> kitted up with a Red Sox memorabilia. What's your favorite uh, thing on that wall? I got to ask. Um, dude, I got, honestly, you can kind of see like right above my head right here. Yep. It's a frame. It's a, it's an old uh, Sports Illustrated cover of Nomar Garcia Para. I got it framed up, yeah. Wow, I got to get me, I got to get me some memorabilia. I'm, I'm getting out of this apartment soon, you know. One All year right. kind of lease on first time <laughs> moving out of home. So, well, if you're moving, if you're moving on up, man, it's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah, I, I can't wait to get out of this apartment. This apartment sucks, but whatever. We'll get past that. <laughs> we'll start talking about first. Let's talk about the game tonight. The Red Sox have been hot, and they apparently thought it was a great time to let the kid get a start. First ever career start. <laughs> for Connor Siebold, who for people who don't know, we got him in the Brandon Workman trade from the Phillies. It was Nick Pavetta and Connor Siebold. And at the time, I'm on record saying this trade was good only because we got Connor Siebold. I did not believe in Nick Pavetta. I believed solely in Connor Siebold. So seeing him finally make it to the bigs is great. Seeing the results, not so much. Boski, what do you think of tonight's game? Uh, well, he <laughs> lost 7-2, to of course. Mm-hmm. Not fun. Uh, but, you know, the, the Blue Jays are no slouch. They never have been. It's always uh, it's always going to be a challenge knowing that we're going to start a series in Toronto, yeah. uh, even when they're in Fenway. You know, it's always tough. Uh, but, uh, you know, I kind of I in my head have a, a, a series win, two, two out of three. Uh, and going into the series, uh, I felt a little sketchy about Connor Seabold, especially because uh, they had to call him up with uh, Tanner Houck and um, Jaron Duran. They couldn't make the trip to, to Canada. 
uh, due to uh, their COVID regulations and unvaccination things. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but sure enough, I mean, you know, they lost today, seven to two and kind of as expected the, the start as expected for, uh, for Connor Seabold. But, uh, I mean, hopefully tomorrow we can, uh, regroup with, uh, is it Nick Pavel? No, Michael Walker's on the mound tomorrow. I believe Milwaukee's on the mound. Yeah. Yeah. But I do have to say, I don't really consider this expected. Like I, I I'd expect that he'd come in and not, you know, pitch a shutout game. But still, we left him in for almost five innings to give up seven earned. He had seven strikeouts, though. But still, seven earned over nine and nine hits. I don't know why we just didn't keep him either to three innings and just let it be a reliever game or... You know. Yeah, I think he went went four and two thirds. Gave up, damn, he gave up nine hits and uh, three bombs. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, one to uh, Guerrero, one to Springer, and I think I missed the third, the third home run. And the bats today for us were just cold. Like the only oh ones, yeah, definitely. Only people that kind of showed up were Verdugo, who had two hits and a run scored. Um, I mean, Xander had a walk and a hit. Vasquez had two. Bobby Dahlbeck had two in an RBI. Yeah. Like, really, nobody showed up on the offensive side. JD oh, had def- a cold game. Devers mm-hmm, had a yeah. cold game. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, you can't win them all. We're coming off of seven straight. And I think um, seven straight series wins on top mm-hmm. of that. Exactly. You know, but like I always say, you know, can't, can't win them all. Mm-hmm. But the Red Sox are hot. They're going to stay hot, you know. Uh, hopefully, it's kind of like a... Give, they could take a step back from this game and just kind of uh, reassess where they're at. And, you know, hopefully, like, you know, tomorrow I think they're facing uh, – it slips it slipped my mind who they're facing tomorrow. Uh, I can look. It is uh, Ross Stripling. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ross Stripling, I feel like they have a good chance against him. I mean, he's not – it seems like he's doing okay with a 4-2, 4-2 record, 3.08 ERA. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, you know, I do expect the Red Sox to to come out to come out banging tomorrow, and you know, like I said, they they don't have their uh, their firecracker at the, at the top in Jaron Duran or even uh, Enrique Hernandez. Yeah, yeah. Kike still is he on the IL? Yeah, he's still on the IL. Yeah, yeah, he's coming back though soon because I saw something about them needing to bring somebody else back down to Worcester. But to all good old Worcester, <laughs> good old Worcester. I still yep. Oh my God! I'll still never forget when they initially announced the logos mm-hmm. as a laughing stock of Triple you know, organization. Funny enough, for as big as a Red Sox fan as I am, I'm not too uh, in tune with like uh, their lower level teams, their, their 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 farm system as far as the teams are concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, where exactly Wooster is, where Salem you know, is, where okay, Portland's. I mean, because I'm on I'm Hold on up. the exact opposite side of the country. I, as, I understand uh, that. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> How often have you been up in the New England area? Never? Never. Never. I don't I've never been as far as Las Vegas from coming from SoCal. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Yeah. So just just to let you know, Worcester is in like the southwest part of Massachusetts. It's about forty minute drive okay. from from Boston. Just for the people who are listening, never date a girl from Worcester. <laughs> All right. Been there, regretted it, moved on. Okay. Uh Portland. About seven, 60 or no, 45 miles up the coast, up Maine. Uh, then Lowell, RIP. 
It's like literally <laughs> 15 minutes outside of Boston. That was where I was, oh, okay. where I originally started to love baseball when I was like four or five years old. Mm-hmm. And then um, we have our Greensville, which is in North Carolina. Okay. And I feel like I'm forgetting one. Uh, Salem. Salem. Um, isn't Salem in Virginia? Maybe. Or is it in Mass? That, it's in one of the two. I, I can never remember with them. They're the I think, low, I, low I think level, Virginia though. sounds right because I, I was kind of looking at uh, some of their, like where the places are at earlier just to kind of always refresh my brain, you know, because like I said, I'm on the exact opposite side of the country. <laughs> yeah. And you've never been over this way? Never. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're the family. The, the, the family and I were we're hoping to you know plan something next uh, for next season to make our way out there, kind of like as a, a family thing, as as a podcast group, because you know uh, with the podcast group we uh, our families are pretty we're pretty tight. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is in Virginia, by the way. Okay. But yeah, get the get the guys out there, get the family, go see a game. Yep. And Boston, as a city. Eh. You know, <laughs> it's much better than New York. So much gotcha. better than New York. But honestly, I'd prefer either Denver or Knoxville over Boston. Just right. kind of the way how it is. Even Nashville. Everyone's yeah. in Nashville. Nashville's yeah. freaking gorgeous. Nice. But we got we got super off. Um, no we worries. Super off topic. Uh, we we go on we go on tangents on our podcast all the time, man. You're good. <laughs> oh, here too, especially when Adam's on because he just has the dumbest opinions. Is he a uh, fumble ruski? Yes, mm-hmm. he's the goon on the Fumble Rooski podcast. He was he was letting you have it last episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we don't talk about Adam. All right, I, <laughs> all right, all right. He's he's a brother to me, but I barely tolerate him. You know, <laughs> I, I completely understand. How it will always be. Love the guy to death. But honestly, with how the Red Sox have started and where they're at now, I'm comparing them to basically almost any year from the Yankees. And it's just such a slow start. People are thinking, oh, they fall, they fell off. They kind of suck right now. They're not doing great. But then all of a sudden you hit late May, early June, and it's completely turned around. 19 and four before tonight's game, obviously. But right. 19 and four in our last 23. Just complete turnaround. And most of those games weren't even close. The blowout wins on blowout wins. I can't think of the run differential in that time off the top of my head. Yeah. But it's been good. Like the bats have been going. We're top ten in almost every statistical batting category yeah. at this point. We're kicking yeah. ass. And I believe yeah. it's been since uh since May tenth, since Alex Cora shaved off the beard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been ever since then. And I, and I knew in the back of my brain, like if he shaves his beard, it's gonna happen. He just needs to hurry up and do it. And sure yeah. enough, you but know. We've had we've had some blowouts, like sixteen to three versus the White Sox. That was before the run. Mm-hmm. Um it really got the worst when we lost to Baltimore ten to nothing. We don't talk about that. But then, oh, like Baltimore, seven... <laughs> yeah, Baltimore is, is uh, to use a good word, they're the peskiest team in the American League East, in my opinion. Like every yeah. time we play them, I know it's, it's going to be annoying. They're going to take at least <laughs> one. You can't sweep them. Oh team. yeah, no, definitely. They're no. they're a pain in the ass. But yeah, against Cincinnati seven to one, against Oakland seven to two, next day eight to nothing. Um, against Oakland again, ten to one. Oakland sucks. Don't get me wrong, but Dude, Oakland is the worst. Um, so for uh, for those that don't know me, uh, you know, being on SoCal, I was able to go on a seven seven games, seven days uh, over here on the West Coast. So we went to the three games in Oakland, mm-hmm. and the four games in uh, in Anaheim. 
against the Angels. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. A lot of that's time. that's exactly that's when the streak got turned around, wasn't it? Or was that a little bit before? Um, it was it was yeah right around that time. Yeah, I mean it was right in the beginning of June. Uh, June third was their first game in Oakland, and yeah, uh, they had the game June first against Cincinnati, which they won that one. Yeah. So, I mean they won so many games since mm-hmm. then. So yeah, you went right as the Red Sox started that winning streak of nineteen and four. Coincidence? Correct. I think not. I think Boski <laughs> just stepped in and handled it. All right. Hey, man, I'll do. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. That was the goal. You know, the Red Sox needed me, so decided to step up. If only you could have been at any of the finals games down there in the Bay. <laughs> but yeah, I get. I guess it was a little too expensive. But you know, no <laughs> for excuses. sure. Yeah, no I think I've only been to one basketball game in my life. I mean, I'm, I'm full blown baseball for <laughs> for those that don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a mix on both as mm-hmm. much as I love baseball and baseball will always be my favorite sport. I know more about the players and about like the games that happen in the NBA, just cause there's less of them on each right. MLB roster. There's 26 soon to be 28 guys in yeah. on the NBA. There's only like eight guys, nine guys on each team. You really need to know. Yeah. But either way, I mean, you're well-versed in it. So, you know, that's always a good thing. You can, you can have a conversation with any sports fan, really. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, what was the next thing I was going to talk about if my laptop would load? See, this thing, like, my laptop's old, and it just doesn't keep up sometimes. We got to uh, start you a, a GoFundMe, man, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll send a DM to the to the, the fantasy group. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been, I've been getting my ass kicked in fantasy, too. Like, I'm so bad at keeping up with my lineup, too. Because mm-hmm. especially with us being out here, games, some games, especially on the weekend, start at like 10 a.m., 11 a.m. for us. Sometimes yeah. even earlier, like 9 a.m. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'll always wake up and I'll be like, shit, I forgot to change my <laughs> you know? well, But this year I, I started I, with such a terrible team because y'all had to make the make it when I was working. So I got a lot yeah, of right. <laughs> You could blame the, uh, our commissioner, which is my co-host. Uh, oddly enough, I do the like the daily for the team. And uh, he does he does uh, the the commissioning, you know. So he gets booed a lot, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, just uh, real quick, oddly enough, since we're playing uh, the Blue Jays, I you have Kevin Gaussman on your on your fantasy team. Oh, do I? Yeah, he got you a fat stack of thirty one points against uh, against the boys. I can't even be happy about that. You know, <laughs> you, you have to you have to stay tried and true to your team. You know, oh, and that's why I I hate, I hate people who are fantasy lovers over their team i've seen too many that's a tough one though man i mean but i mean think about it you're playing against uh the old bridge boys mm-hmm. oh so those guys yeah so uh, it kind of for, for you it's a little different <laughs> yeah you see the gone bridge boys and i have a history yeah right <laughs> I, I appreciate them they're good boys clausen and the folks i like them steve um but they um I had been at my podcast for like almost a year at this point with my co-host Ari at the time. Him and yeah. I were, you know, making our way through a few listeners here and there. Mm-hmm. These guys on their fourth episode just post a random clip to Reddit, gets noticed by <laughs> Section 10. They get put on Section 10 and then their podcast blows up after four episodes. <laughs> the wild, dude. It's mind-blowing. <laughs> oh, I, I love it. Yeah, this. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've been able, fortunately... Uh, 
been able to experience well not experience that with them but like follow along with uh with their uh with their journey and yours as well i remember your co-host ari mm-hmm. um you know <laughs> no yeah definitely it's always difficult doing doing it on your own man i completely get it it's yeah, tough it's been it's been a ride but we're kind of getting back into it i mean this is yeah. two um this is the second week in a row where i'm actually posting it's it's a winning streak you know, definitely it's I mean, life gets in the way life it, it gets in the way you know you're adulting you're you know you're doing a thing man you're 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 living life yeah, exactly starting a new career all that fun stuff <laughs> man it sucks but you gotta do what you gotta do you know always definitely i mean i got my kids screaming downstairs crying <laughs> kicking and screaming you know so i'm right there with you man no life life gets in the way i'm trying to um i'm basically making a commitment to it though of and I said this for anyone that doesn't follow the Instagram, go follow it at Pesky Pole Podcast. But I said it on the Instagram, I'm giving it one more shot. And if it doesn't work and I find myself, you know, being inconsistent still, I'm, I'm pulling the plug. So I'm really making a conscious yeah. effort to stay on it at this point. Yeah, definitely. You know? Definitely. And, it, I mean, you know, the grind is real. So, you know, just keep at it, man. Oh, the grind's always real. You know? I mean, think about it. You've had, you've had, uh, you had Garrett Whitlock on your show. You've had, uh, who's the other guys i mean you've had several Plenty. several several ball players on there you know and much respect to that man i mean let me let me doing interviews though, all right mm-hmm. just because you brought up garrett whitlock i feel that there is a pesky pole podcast curse all right mm-hmm. hear me out okay 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 back in around christmas of 2020 we just signed a guy his name is mm-hmm. matt andre east i don't know if you remember him uh vaguely vaguely so we just mm-hmm. signed him, sent a DM. Okay. Hey, congrats on being on the team. Can't wait to see what you do mm-hmm. here. He DMs me back. Hey, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Can't wait to get to work with this team and see what we can do. My next message. Hey, if you got a little bit of time, I'd love to have you on the show. You know, introduce you to the Sox Nation and see what happens. Left my sorry ass on red. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> he goes in that next season. Does horribly. A week later, Garrett Willock at Roll 5 Draft. Hey, Garrett, awesome to see you. Got selected. Can't wait to see what you do with the team. He messaged me back. Thanks. So excited to finally be up at the major leagues. Hey, if you got if you got some time, I'd love to have you on the show. Yeah, I can do it. I mean, it was a quick interview, 20, 30 minutes. Right. Like that. Mm-hmm. But then he goes, 1.5 ERA, crazy, crazy season. Message him after the year. Hey, I would love to get you back on and talk about how – you had an awesome year and the Sox had an awesome year. Leaves my sorry ass on red. <laughs> this year, he's not doing bad, but nowhere near as good as he was last year. Right. You know, small sample size, mm-hmm. but there's a pesky pole podcast curse. Ah, Same. it's kind of a reverse curse. Like you have to, so you have a pesky pole rub. Yes. So the, so people need to come rub pesky's pole. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so if you, if you get a message from me, <laughs> And you don't even look at it, you're fine. <laughs> if you read it and ignore it, you're gonna suck. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, nothing. Yep. Moral of the stories: rub that pole. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that could have been phrased a lot better, but you know. Hey, there you go. Right. <laughs> Give you something to work with. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we gotta we gotta get back into the socks. Um, yeah, guess, definitely. Oh, that was just that was an a really talk point. But 
Chris Sale. Haven't mm. seen him up here in a minute. You know, he's he's slowly making his way back from the rib injury he suffered during spring training. Now, Chris Sale already went through one big injury last year and slowly made his way back. And obviously, we didn't see Chris Sale fold, but we saw a decent Chris Sale. Yeah. You know, still ace-worthy, still great. Then he gets the rib injury, and now he's coming back slowly. He is scheduled to make a three-inning rehab start in Portland on Thursday. Um, he made two rehab starts in the Florida Complex League. I'm guessing that's rookie ball. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because that's think the it's only one ball. we have up in Florida. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, thrown against rookies. Imagine, imagine yeah. that you're you're in rookie ball. <laughs> All right, who we got? Okay, we got the Sox affiliate. That's sweet. You go on Twitter. Hey, Chris Sale's making his first rehab start in rookie ball. Like what? What do you mean I'm facing Chris Sale? <laughs> what do you mean I'm like that's got to be just the worst thing for my yeah. Leaders. It's your first professional at bat. You're just rookie ball. You're barely getting your feet wet, and Chris Sale's on the bump. You're like, oh shit. Yep, exactly. You're like, <laughs> Somebody, imagine no. if you imagine Coach, if you were a lefty, dude. <laughs> oh, you're screwed. No, nope, I'm screwed. sorry. You're going. You're going zero for two in the two at bats. You have to face against him. Mm. Maybe if you're lucky, you only have to face against him one time. It's only a three inning start. So yeah. if I'm if I'm on the opposing team, I'm walking up to coach. Hey, coach, uh, can I see the lineup? Hey, you mind uh, moving me down to like seventh just, just for tonight's <laughs> game? You know, I mean, three innings. There's no way we get through the batting order twice against Chris Sale. So, I mean, just just like seven. All right, appreciate you. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't blame any any minor leaguer, but yeah, it's looking definitely. like he's going to have a couple starts in. Portland and ETA for back up with the guys is all star break. All star break. I think I saw the date uh like roughly like July fifteenth or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Somewhere on there. So a couple more okay. weeks without Chris Sale. Mm-hmm. Now let me ask you this, Boski. With Chris Sale coming up, who should be sent down to the minor leagues slash DFA'd and why is it he or Kazu Sawamura? <laughs> it's definitely Sawamura, man. Uh Samora has good stuff, but unfortunately, he's he's just not effective, man. No. Not effective. He doesn't he, he doesn't he doesn't attack the strike zone, and he's I mean, with that, he just he struggles to throw strikes, man. And he guys get on base. Also. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say maybe his his durability is questionable. You know, and every time I've seen him, uh, he he's given up runs, man. He, he gives up runs, and it's just it's it's kind of a heart attack a little bit. That's an understatement. Like through this year. Uh, let me find him. Uh, 0.296 ERA. So not as bad as we thought, but still. Mm. like, um, Yeah. Just basically meh throughout the year. Yeah, I mean, not, nothing too impressive. I mean, like I said, he, he, he'll he uh, he'll give us some walks. I mean, uh, looking at his uh, – uh, where's his walks? Sometimes the laptop. Oh, well, shit. He's only given up seven walks in the year in uh, 24 innings. But, I mean, in the back of my brain, I think I have last season in my head a lot. Uh, 32 yeah, walks and 53 innings. I mean, he was striking out guys, too. So, he was kind of like at a two-to-one strikeout ratio. Yeah. Um, also, oh. candidate, Ryan mm-hmm. Brazier. I've been saying this for three years now. Yeah. Get him out of our rotation. <laughs> it's not that hard. I mean, he has a 4-3 four, four, ERA. After 27 innings pitched, 13 runs given up. I I've never been a Ryan Berger fan. I'm sorry. It's just yeah, never he been. um 
again, he's insane. Like, you don't know what you're going to get out of him for that day. Because every, I mean, both of them, Samoa and Brazier, they'll give you a good night and then they'll give you like three rough ones. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, how do you feel about our Lord and Savior, John Schreiber? He's a goddamn stud. He's, he's like fucking stud. He's a stud, right. man. He, he's a, he's a this year's Whitlock. Yes, 100%. Schreiber, get your ass on my show, please. Yes. We had to tag him in your uh, in your post. <laughs> yeah, he, he hasn't seen it. Like he's posted on his story, uh-huh. but either he saw it and didn't like the post, or he just doesn't look at his mentions. Either way, yeah, you know. I, I mean, I would, I would I would DM it to him, and uh, he leaves you on red that we know what's about to happen. <laughs> um, yeah. If he, all right, if he leaves me on red, because I'll I'll DM him like during the All Star break when they have a little bit of time to rest and relax. Yeah. I'll email him at the start of the all-star break and just be like, Hey, come on the show. Let's, let's talk about it. Like how mm-hmm. good you've been doing. And if I get left on red, uh, I'm warning the masses. All right. <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. And I'm just warning everyone. Yeah. You heard it here first. I mean, mm-hmm. I actually picked him up for, um, for the fantasy team. I should have. And, uh, I mean, he's got a .66 whip with a .79 ERA, dude. Like this guy's—he's a fucking stud, dude. And his 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 arm action, the, the his arm slot where he comes out—it's just—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's nasty, dude. I don't as a right-handed hitter, I don't know how I'd face that. No, because he's throwing—he's throwing 94 to 96 on the fastball. He's mm-hmm. got a good sinker that's hitting about 94. Um, his slider drops down to about 82, and his slider is. Not, not doesn't have the most break that I've ever seen. Nowhere mm-hmm. near like Chris Sale esque slider, but his slider's still nasty. Yeah, it I plays. It plays well off of that fastball and the sinker. Exactly, just because of the speed differential, the speed change. Mm-hmm. But can we also talk about Michael Waka? Like surprise of the thing, surprise of the season, big yeah. time. As as Adam said it best, the Red Sox took three pieces of shit, threw them at a wall, and two of them stuck. Yeah, John Schreiber <laughs> and Michael Walker and Rich Hill to an extent. To an extent, I mean, as forty-four-year-old Dick Mountain, you can't really expect too much out of him. But I mean, he's doing, he's he's doing, he's keeping the team in the, in the game, giving him a chance to win every every outing. Really, I mean, I could probably think of like two or three games mm-hmm. that uh, you know got hit pretty hard. Yeah, exactly. You know, but, unfortunately, but with Walker, six and one on a two-three-four ERA, mm-hmm. dude's been just dealing. That's 65 innings pitched. You're just yeah. going for it. I love it, dude. Um, I mean, I still remember him back in St. Louis in 2013 when, uh, when we beat them. That's the memories <laughs> I have of him. And yeah. last year when he was on Tampa Bay, I went to a game early in the season, and mm. the crowd was giving him so much shit. Oh, my <laughs> God. It was one of the greatest things I've ever heard. But we're mm. all sitting there at our 10% capacity. Right? This is this – is, <laughs> early early right. in the season mm-hmm. um it's like 10 percent capacity for fenway and we're all just sitting there screaming at michael waka <laughs> i had this one dude next to me who was uh-huh. yelling random things in different languages at the <laughs> at the tampa bay players yeah i'll never forget the guy but he was weird yeah and i, I remember when we signed him uh, i want to say it was in november right before the lockout yeah uh, we signed him and in my head i'm like fuck really like we signed michael fucking waka but here we are. <laughs> but here we are, man. I mean, you can thank the thank the nerds, thank the nerds up in the front office because uh, they obviously they see something, and you know some of those guys have worked with him when they when he was in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I want to say that I heard somewhere that bef- uh, when Hein Bloom came from Tampa Bay over over the, to Boston, that in his contract it said something like uh, he couldn't he couldn't hire any of Tampa Bay's front office people for two years. Yeah, and th- and those two years passed. Exactly. So those now two years got- passed. So that so there's something there, dude. Like, I I mean I don't know I don't know anybody in the front office or anything like that, but I I, I imagine that has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Let's move on to talk about the Red Sox upcoming schedule because with the all-star break in the middle of the month, it's a little bit more of a relaxed month, but it's still crazy tough for us. First, we start off with the Cubs, not the worst matchup ever. Um, And then we have a two week stretch or like two and a half week stretch before and after the all-star break where Mm -hmm. it goes Rays, Yankees, Rays, Yankees, Blue Jays, Guardians. Oof. <laughs> That's and just so just so you know, um, on one of the Guardians games, it's the David Ortiz Hall of Fame ceremony. Oh wow! So we better fucking win that game. Oh yeah, we have to win that game. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm looking at like kind of further ahead on that on the schedule. I mean, we got Milwaukee at the end of uh, the end of July. They're no slouch. They're no slouch. And after them, carrying into August, <laughs> we have Houston. Yeah. Just no slouch as well, you know. Exactly, but that, yeah. but that two and a half week stretch of, you know, mm-hmm. especially like right from the fourth to the seventeenth, fourteen games in a row, no break, no days off. Yeah, where we have Tampa Yankees, Tampa Yankees. That is put up or shut up right there. Yep, that's, that's exactly gonna be, what that is. That's a, it's going to make or break our season. Uh, and then right after the All Star break with Toronto, I mean we're. The, uh, with us and those three teams, we're all in the playoffs right now as we speak. Yep. You know, and it's that's predicted the four there, there would be four teams from the East in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, anything anything can happen. Really, like it it could be the downfall of the Yankees. Hopefully, you know. Uh, right, but it, we we went nineteen wild. and four in the in mm-hmm. those twenty three games. We only gained a half a game on the Yankees. Yeah. Just saying something. Yeah, that's saying something for the Yankees, you know. And I really thought the a couple days ago that they got no hit. I really thought like, oh, this is the yeah they got hit no hit uh, combined no hitter by the Astros. Mm -hmm. It was on Saturday, and uh, uh, I really crossing my fingers. I really hope it's the beginning of their downfall. But they came back with a walk off win after getting no hit in the following game. Yeah, and like six and a third, and it's crazy, dude. They went on a walk off and. It's frustrating. It's frustrating to see. hundred percent. But the the Astros are the only team to no hit the Yankees in the past fifty years. Wow. Which is nice. crazy. No other team has done it. The Astros did it in 02 and then this year. Yeah. It's still so weird. But it is weird. How do you feel about the Astros? Uh, uh oh. I mean the <laughs> I mean, we all have our, our thoughts on them, right? After their their teen scandal and whatnot, but I mean they were in the World Series again. Uh, last year, they're a good team. They're a good baseball team. It's they are simple, but I, I I'll just never be a fan. I'll never support. Oh, definitely not. I'll definitely not. But but time. still got to respect a good team. You know, going into when especially when you play them. But know? just just imagine in like thirty years, we're still going to be loving the game of baseball. Our kids, our grandkids, are just going to be like. Wait, why do we hate the Astros? <laughs> Let me yeah. bring you back to 2019. Like, yeah. Far, far and away ago. We still I mean, hate them. Yeah, I'll tell you a little story. 
Exactly. But, show them the John, show them the John Boy uh, YouTube video. Oh, <laughs> uh, John Boy Media. Great stuff. Yeah, I still need to see their uh, their breakdown from that that brawl. Yes. Yesterday. Oh yeah. Oh, we gotta talk about that before I get on to my last thing. That okay, okay. big fight that happened. I <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed it. I think oh. the suspensions were a little too harsh. In all honesty. Really? Okay. I thought they I mean, were they, a little too harsh. They they suspended the the Spanish interpreter from the Angels. Yeah. Which is <laughs> It's like okay, but then again, like if he was like all up in the ruckus, what, why is he in the ruckus? Like, why are you? <laughs> yeah. That's like asking the bullpen guys why they're ever in the ruckus. It's never mm-hmm. like by ninety five percent of the time. By the time the bullpen makes it out there, mm-hmm. the it's done. I mean, those motherfuckers are just getting cardio in at that point. Yeah, like they're so not I love, helping. I, I guess I got to get out there. <laughs> yeah, just bullpen. Sit in the bullpen, enjoy a beer, and watch what the rest of us are watching. Okay. Just, yeah. There's no need, unless. Are you a WWE fan? You ever been WWE uh, fan? I've never been, but growing up, I was. Uh, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to have watched WWF mm. when it was still WWF. Uh, I fell off after what maybe like 2002 2003 okay so yeah so basically think about it this way and i'm not sure if you'll get this reference but the next time i see a brawl and i see pit and i see the bullpen running in i need to see at least one bullpen guy just come in and just full-on batista spear somebody that's exactly (laughs) what i need to see if i don't see that just stop running in bullpen is is it the same as the uh goldberg yeah, that would have been better. Okay. Goldberg spear. Okay, <laughs> I'm yeah. a little more relatable to that one, right? <laughs> yes, same, basically same, same shit. Person. Gotcha. They're both yeah. football players, right? <laughs> yeah, they, they basically look the same. Goldberg's still yeah. wrestling, actually, which is shocking. That's wild. Yeah, he's still he's still going, but mm-hmm. like, getting off the. But yeah, what did you <laughs> think? What did you think of the fight? Was it justified? For oh. <laughs> Was it Jesse Winkler? Was that it was just Jesse? yeah Je- Jesse Winker, uh, Big Wink is what I always call him. He uh, I, I mean he he wore it right in the ass. Yes, it, it, they didn't come at his head. They were, it, it wasn't in the numbers. Like you, it, you threw exactly where you needed to. Mm-hmm. It, either the, the, middle back or right in the ass. Yep. That's yep. It. And he hit him right in the cheek. And I mean he didn't take kindly to it. Kind of chirped a little bit. His manager started chirping too. Like hey, toss the pitcher. Um, and then I don't know what was said that he just started charging them the the angels dugout started yeah, it wasn't walking over. Like he charged the mound. He charged the whole <laughs> yeah. I mean, fifteen plus people that are sitting in the dugout. Like those yeah. people are ready to swing. You he went in. Was it Andrew McCutcheon that did that a couple of years ago, or somebody um, else on the Pirates? I, I think it was uh, just ran full on to the other team's dugout. I, I, you're thinking. I think you're thinking of uh, Amir Garrett. The Reds. Yeah, it was the Reds. The Reds straight into the Pirates dugout, and I don't know who he went after. He's just like, I'm going. He's, and he went. he's ready to fight all of them. Yeah, and so he that's did. why I saw the highlight, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I get it. You're hot-headed, and you're just looking. You, all you see is red. But take yeah. two seconds and think. I'm going in 15 on one. My teammates aren't there to back me up yet. I'm, I got a good eight seconds where I'm on my own before the backup arrives, before the cavalry comes in. <laughs> Will I be able to survive? Yeah. Somehow he did, but in all honesty, I think you have to take the approach of standing in the batter's box, go full Portland or not Portland Sea Dogs, um, 
go Pawtucket Red Sox, mm. kick the catcher straight in the head, and then charge oh. the mound. Yeah, I remember all that. <laughs> That's the way you got to do it. So oh, you yeah. buy yourself a little bit of time. It's a one-on-one. Yeah, and you rock that way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, maybe he he was like, "All right, I'm gonna give my team a little time to come out here." So he kind of slow walked a little bit, and I think he went straight after Rendon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, Rendon had the broken he had the broken hand or whatever. Uh, he had the hard cast on, but he went at Winker's face with the with the left hand instead of the the, the hand with the cast. And I mean, shit, imagine <laughs> it could have no, been much worse. If if somebody's coming at me and I got a hard cast on, you best believe I'm using it. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm using everything I got. I'll pull out the brass knuckles. I'll go pull <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, they'll definitely do. You have to. I mean, if somebody's coming at you. You got to defend yourself. It, it was pretty simple. Mm-hmm. And I find it kind of, like I said, the suspensions were too much because, from a fan's perspective, we need a good brawl every now and again. Oh yeah, I like, love it's it. Just yeah. like in hockey, they have a brawl every, you know, at least once a week. The dudes yeah. are only getting penalized five minutes for it, but the rest I, of the guys know. <laughs> Keep your distance. Let the two hash it out. It's not a team-on-team fight. It's a one-on-one, right. you know? So if we had that in in baseball, I would not mind it at all. You know, <laughs> let, the pitcher yeah. and the, let the pitcher and the batter go at it. Give them, you know, 30 seconds. Break them up. Yeah. Toss them both. That's it. Maybe a one-game suspension. Yeah. And, and it's understood, right? It's understood throughout the league. The, the the commissioner's office and all that stuff and everybody knows what's going to happen just mm-hmm. let it happen and then you break it up exactly that's that's how it should be football not so much because there's 53 guys on each team and they're all padded mm-hmm. so football yeah, you kind of regulate those it's weird punching somebody in the helmet <laughs> i mean i guess unless you like smack the helmet or whatever but or unless you know. miles garrett use it as a weapon <laughs> did that happen yes oh you're not a big no football shit. fan not really, no. So Miles, <laughs> Miles Garrett, they're facing against the um, uh, the Steelers, and the quarterback for the Steelers was talking like mad shit because they were about to win, and then Miles Garrett just came over, started fighting him, ripped his helmet off, and then smacked him with his own helmet. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious if uh, Miles Garrett and Amir Garrett are related. That's a good question. Yeah, I found that yeah, out. After. I'm curious. <laughs> but we got we have one more thing we got to talk about. Red Sox related. Okay. There are rumors that the Red Sox are looking after one name to add to their bullpen, which okay. is where we need help. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think starter more than bullpen, but I don't mind getting another reliever. Mm-hmm. The guy used to play with the Red Sox mm-hmm. way back when. Oh shit! Any uh, ideas? Well, how far back? 2013. Oh, shit. Um, dude, no idea. He was with the Sox in 2013? Yes. Oh. Give me a second. Maybe I can figure this out. Uh, 2013, dude. I have no idea. So. I mean, that's that was our that was one of our uh, World Series uh, wins, championships in our lifetime, which I only count our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, yeah, I don't know, man. So 2013. Actually... Okay, I got, I got, I got their roster right here. 2013, and we're looking at. Oh, I don't know, man. No idea. So, basically, this guy right now plays in Colorado. 
Ah, gotcha. You know who it is now? Yeah, Daniel Bard. Daniel Bard. Yes, resurrected Stop. his career, yep. It, that's an understatement. Dude's freaking yeah. 37 years old. So we yeah. could trade, you know, bag of peanuts for him. Mm-hmm. But he's kicking ass right now. 1.88 ERA, 15 saves on the year, which will help us because we have 14 blown saves. <laughs> you know, last, yeah. um, I'm not sure how much the numbers changed since last week, but when last week when Adam and I were talking, they had 14 blown saves with 26 opportunities. Mm. How the did you do that? How do you <laughs> exactly. blow more saves than you actually save? Yeah. You know, that's I was just like, how it's in brutal, the hell? man. We're the only yeah. team that could do that. I don't know how that's humanly possible. Right. Um, I mean, I like, I would like that move, you know, uh, just slot him right into the closer's role. Uh, what do you do with Whitlock when he comes back? I would imagine he's going to come back a little sooner than Chris Sale. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of creates a logjam with well, Rich Hill and potentially uh, James Paxton when he comes back. Yeah. So what do you do with all these guys? Do you, do you stick Whitlock back in the bullpen? Do you leave him as a starter? Yes. I pers- personally, I like him in the bullpen. You throw Whitlock back in the bullpen, mm-hmm. you shut up, and you stop asking questions. Mm-hmm. That's simple. Yeah, Whitlock that was always the, that's always been the answer. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at any of Whitlock's starts, they don't go over four innings. No. Most of the time, it's a four-inning start. So why is he not in the bullpen, either as the eighth-inning setup man or the ninth-inning closer, giving you a 1.4 ERA and completely dominating the last inning for you so you can actually win some of these freaking 14 blown saves that you're giving up? Yeah. And, and also, if you if you kind of look at his game logs, uh, his strikeout numbers kind of would progressively go down with each start. Yes. Well, so it, so I mean that's that, that that talks to his um to the stuff to the stuff that come you know it's it, it just wasn't there you know it wasn't there the way it is in the bullpen and it, is it because he's like trying to reserve reserve his energy for you know to to go longer in the game or you know because when you're relieving you're going two two innings tops yeah you know if if need be which he was doing he was doing like three three innings what uh three innings saves or three innings of long relief sometimes you know? but it wasn't yeah. uh every five days kind of thing he was doing three three yeah. innings it was once in a great moon that he was doing three innings. right i think it was like once every three to four days he was going three innings kind of piggybacking off of ridge hill yeah um which i mean is a good formula but then again like those some of those games were blown saves mm-hmm. at the exactly. end of the game what just put him back give him one mm-hmm. inning and i think it also has to do with you know guys kind of seeing it the second time around right you know you can yeah, you so- can set it up so that whitlock and they kind of did this last year where you put whitlock in when you were facing like the six seven eight or the seven eight nine guys and whitlock would get you out of it he wasn't really facing like the cream of the crop of the orders mm-hmm. unless it was like a true save opportunity and you know matt Barnes is gonna suck which happened often in the second half of the year. Oh, First yeah, half definitely. of the year, he was kicking ass. Second yep. half, he sucked. He got his contract and just, it was downhill from there, mm-hmm. unfortunately. It was right before, uh, like, it had started on the last game before the All-Star break. I believe we played Chicago, something like that. That was last year. Um, yeah. And then after that, it was just like, oh, dude, fuck. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it, was, it was a little so frustrating. Yeah. And now, so, 
so question, quick question. Mm-hmm. What do you do if, if say Whitlock does go back into the bullpen? Does he throw? Is he the seventh guy or is he the eighth inning guy behind Schreiber? Like, assuming we get Bard. So if we get if we get Bard, you put Bard as the closer. Mm-hmm. Chris Sale's coming back, so you put Whitlock back in the um, bullpen. You give Chris okay. Sale his starting role back. Your starting um, your starting guy should be Sale, Evaldi, um, Pavetta, Hill, and Waka. Yeah. Paxton, I really don't know what to do with him, nor do I really care. He hasn't done too much right. so far. But um, if, if you put Paxton as a long reliever, I'm not complaining. But yeah, in the I like bullpen, it. if you have, like, even just these four guys of Hauk, Schreiber, Whitlock, and Bard, <laughs> exactly. and you just throw, you know, three randoms in there, or, yes, mm-hmm. two or three randoms in there to just deal with the extras or the days we're facing against the fucking Pirates – you know, or the Tigers. Yeah. You'll live. Mm-hmm. Right? And those and, other guys will just do blows. But those well, are your main nine guys of pitching. Exactly. And, well, with uh, with Hauk, Whitlock, Schreiber, and potentially Bard, they're all kind of similar pitchers. Power, power righties with nasty shit. I mean, you just throw them all one, in, one inning back to back. You make your, have your starters go at least six. You know, uh, and if you can af- if you can afford a seventh inning with the Evaldi and and uh, and Pavetta, I mean, shit. Yeah, uh, it's a good formula, but it, it's it's righty heavy. We do need you a know? lefty. If we could if we could get a lefty in there to yeah to really control. Uh, Matt Strom's looking pretty good. Strom hasn't been bad. I, I yeah, haven't he... mentioned him in a while, but Matt Strom, give him a little bit of respect. Not doing great, but serviceable. You know. Beautiful hair, though. Yeah, the flow is pretty hot, right? (laughs) The flow is gorgeous, all right? One of the best on the team. Yeah. Does he have the best flow on the Sox? Potentially, right? comes to mind of, you know, has that good of a flow. Yeah. Let me see. I'm looking at his numbers. Uh, 1.15 whip. I mean, he's he's serviceable, Serviceable. as you said. Yeah. You know? But... We run a little bit long. We do got to wrap it up. Boski, plug yourself real quick and then say what you've got to say to the Pesky Pole Nation. Uh, well, uh, follow us at uh, Sunday League, the podcast, all podcast platforms. Also, you can check me out at It's Soxy Time, uh, the Red Sox podcast. We got a YouTube channel for some content, get to know us a little bit. Uh, I'm dabbing in, dabbling a little bit in the baseball cards right now. Yeah, so I'm very new to all. I mean, I have my my old cards from when I was younger, but getting yeah. in because it's a whole new world now, right? I got the like baseball three thousand cards between, <laughs> from like the '90s till now. I've like three thousand yeah. plus at this point. Yeah, dude, I got a ton too. It's 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 crazy. I'm still trying to organize everything, man. Like I I don't know what to do with it, but you know, it's fun. Kind of kind of documenting it on the YouTube. So go check that out. Um, yeah, when the Check this out, and we we on the podcast on Sunday the podcast we talk about our world podcast classic fantasy league, mm-hmm. which includes sixteen different uh, podcasts uh, throughout uh, all of baseball. Really, it's only baseball podcasts. Uh, Rob, you guys are in it, yeah. Pesky Poll, Pesky Wall Podcast, and uh, I mean, I got much else to say, man. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, shout out to the to the Pesky Poll Nation. Oh, you know. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, I love it, man. The the, the PPP, <laughs> Pesky exactly. Pole Podcast. I love it. Never missed an episode. Once again, I'm yep. shocked that the name wasn't taken when I originally thought of it. Mm-hmm. Somebody took it a week after we put out our first episode, which right. was hilarious. But technically, we put out a video first. We got yeah, That's all that matters. It's all that matters. I know there's similar, uh, similarly named podcasts out there, but not quite. Yeah, there's like the Pesky Pole Report I've seen. The yeah. other Pesky Pole podcast ended up quitting after like five months. Yeah, they were uh, hey, podcasts. Hey, you bullied them out. Bullied all them out. Exactly. <laughs> Took them out. They saw it. They saw we got a couple guests on our show and they, they were running for the hills. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but we do have to call it wrap. Oh, before we do, um, you know, you saw that reel I posted of the Celtics, right? And like, I got pissed at, yeah. the, at the finals game and I, right, that, that yeah. video like freaking blew up. Interesting. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like it <laughs> was it like, like it was like two hundred and four to twenty, right? Something like that. The final yes. score. <laughs> so we got um, what was it? We it the video now has like thirty that thirty five thousand plays on it. Wow. And like two twenty five hundred plus likes, and I'm just because like, at first when the game happened, it got like no likes or no views at all, and then just of like course. the past three days, it's gotten mm. like twenty thousand plays. That, that, I, yeah i won't understand it, how it's kind of mind-blowing it's like well how how many people fall like come across this like why is it so easy to come across right exactly you so know? just so we're gonna wait about a week and then john Schreiber's gonna blow up yeah i have i have the hype i have the hype video about that that video yeah, nice yeah got keep tagging tag him in that video yes just keep tagging him <laughs> The people that are out there, go check out the Instagram tag from John Schreiber in that video because I need that dude on the podcast. But Definitely. that that video got blocked in 71 different countries. Did it really? Yes. <laughs> because of the music. Right after I what? posted it, I got uh, this long-ass list of countries that I was blocked in. And I'm scrolling mm-hmm. through. I'm like, okay, I'm good in the U.S.? Okay, good. That's all I care about. Because the U.S. We and get, Canada. We randomly get videos blocked from like two years ago, man. It's like really... At this point, who cares? It has like 20 likes. It's nothing. Yeah. You yeah. know, <laughs> man, it's some of them. I'll just get blocked for like random reasons. Like way back when I started, I got one of my episodes blocked. It's like episode mm. six. Ari and I were ranking first baseman at the okay. time of for 2020 season. And I got blocked for using a six second clip of I think it was. I can't remember who I was using a clip of. But it was a six-second clip, and the MLB themselves blocked it. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It was so dumb. The video has, like, seven views. <laughs> I'm not making any money uh, off yeah. it. Like, Jesus Christ. Let me you live. Know who, you know who it was. It was that, that old Pesky Pole podcast that uh, that they reported you. Oh, That's yeah, what they, happened. They That's got, definitely what happened. <laughs> I got pissed. But anyway, guys – Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot. 91 episodes in. But like Boski said, go check out the Sunday League podcast. And it's Soxy time. God bless you guys. See you next time. It's the calm before the storm. Things aren't as they were before. You best start bracing. you think you could keep us out shut the gates forget us now
Voices shake the ground, you feel it moving with the revolution. 